You're listening to the Small Talk Podcast, covering local business and community in the city of Des Plaines. Hello and welcome to Small Talk, connecting business and community brought to you by the Des Plaines Chamber of Commerce and Industry and Ian Ryan Interactive. I'm your host, Andrea Bewer, the Executive Director of the Des Plaines Chamber. And this episode, I'm talking to Chamber member Eli Williams. A little background on Eli. He is a Des Plaines Chamber resident and an, an even elected official. He's a Park District Commissioner. His business has been a member of the chamber and for years now, and he's part of an exclusive lead networking group called the Den Group. And two years ago, he became a board member of the chamber, so he's helping us with the strategic direction for our member companies and has helped in so many different ways volunteering for committees. He also, in his spare time, which you could see he doesn't have much, he has a beautiful wife named Betty, and they recently had a daughter who is a little over a year old now. So welcome, Eli. Thank you for being with us today. Thanks for having me. So Eli, how did you get into this industry? And most importantly, how do you have time to even do anything right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a full schedule, but you know, I like to use the word full schedule. I try not to say busy because I know everybody's busy these days. So just, you know, time management and making sure you use your Google Calendar <laughs> for everything. <laughs> that is so true. Well, we'll have to have you back for another podcast and we'll talk about time management because uh, we all can learn that. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about Opal Enterprises. Yeah, so Opal's been around since 2003. Tara and Wojtek started the company. Wojtek actually had moved from Poland in his early 20s and Tara was in marketing and they met and said, hey, let's put these things together and let's start a company. And Voitech early on saw a lot of the pitfalls in the industry, and they always wanted to hold themselves to a higher standard, which is one of our taglines. So that's kind of what made Opal what it was, you know, 20 years ago now. I actually started in 2011 right out of college. I went to Illinois Westland for business management, and right out of school, I started doing some consulting for our Naperville location, which was our first location, and then we opened our displays office five years ago. And look at you now. I know your business is so busy. And so let's just get right into it. You know, Displains is an older community, and so are our surrounding communities. And many people have homes. So if they're looking to get new windows and siding in Displains, how do we go about it? Yeah, so a lot of people we work with are returning customers and referrals and even job sign leads. If not, people just Google a lot, you know, they Google, I need siding, I need windows, and we're one of the people that pop up. So they give us a call and we go from there setting the appointments with the consultants and get the project started. Okay, so give us an inside scoop. When they give you a call or when, you know, they're researching, what are some of the questions that they should ask before they get the quote? Yeah, so, you know, once the consultant's in your home, there's just a lot of important questions to ask. How long have you been in business? Can you provide similar references? How long is this project going to take? There's multiple things, you know, asking them about their insurance. It goes a lot deeper. So 
If I can touch on it really quick, you know, we're actually a part of this network called the Certified Contractors Network. Which is important. Yes. Very important. Yeah, it's a nationwide organization, two, three hundred members. And the important thing is we're all going through the same thing, meeting customers and hoping that their projects go well and planning for that. So it's really good to have that resource to talk to these people all over the nation that are some of the top contractors. And the reason I bring that up is because they kind of funneled everything down into what they call the five P's, which is problems, product, processes, people, and price. And within there, we have specific questions we ask homeowners on each of those categories with the goal being if they can answer all of those, then you have a very high chance to have a successful project. Okay, so what are some of those questions? Some of those questions are ones I mentioned, you know, how long have you been in business? Can you provide references? What are your payment terms? But with Opal, we've always been more consultative. Salespeople can get a bad name. It's just kind of how we're trained as people, as buyers. But, you know, you can't really buy without being sold. So our consultants have always been trained to be just that, more consultants and, and not really like pushy salespeople that the window guys get these, you know, we get a right, bad Right, because they're helping their buyers and hopefully to get referrals. Exactly. And we often tell customers that this is one of the most unique purchases you will ever make. We are very used to buying a dresser, a refrigerator, a microwave. That is purely a commodity. You go, you research, and you try to get the best price. The difference in this, though, is the labor and the customer service and the install is vastly more important Mm -hmm. than the product itself. So you're not just researching Anderson windows, Provia doors, you know. You're having to find a company that you trust to put that in, which is a difficult decision. Because they're going into your house. So, okay, they research it, and obviously your company, again, you're so part of the community, and Opal has been around for a while, and you're local. I mean, there's so many things for a reason to go with your company. Mm -hmm. So you're at that point, but how do you actually know when you need to replace your windows? Like, when is the right time? Yeah, that's a great question because we've been to homes to where you you try to open it or crank it, and the whole thing falls out. (laughs) My old house was one of those homes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then so you know, but how do you, you really know. know? Yeah, then you know. So you wait a little bit too mm-hmm. long. But a lot of people, you know, it's drafts. You know, at the wintertime mm-hmm. Chicago hits and you're, you're sitting a few feet watching a movie and you feel the cold air coming in. Right. I mean, it could be 20% of our home's heat that is lost through these windows and doors. It, Which it, the way prices are, that could be a ton of money onto your bill for yeah, sure. It, it's a lot of money that can add up and it, it doesn't seem like it, but it, that mm-hmm. little draft can be a lot more money than it seems like. So that's part of it. The age of the home, you know, once you start to get on some of these homes 20, 30 years old, the windows and doors are getting past their useful life. You know, everything has its useful life, especially in our climate. So, you know, it gets to the point where you can't open it. It gets to the point where you feel the heat coming in. You feel the cold coming in. If you have original wood windows, you are seeing that it needs painted every few years. You are seeing the wood rot on the exterior. Mm -hmm. If you have vinyl, maybe it's warped and you can't really open it. So there are a plethora of reasons. It comes to where at some point you say enough's enough and I I need to budget and I need to get this. So I have a question as it relates to this. Many people are putting their houses up on the market and their older homes. Does it behoove them to get the windows done before they put it up because that could increase the value a lot on their homes or what do people typically do? Yeah, it can be and I would definitely talk to your uh, attorney, talk to whoever you're working with, 
A lot of it depends on the condition. Just because I'm in the business, I'm not going to tell you to replace your windows and doors and siding. But is that something that's on an inspection? Like, <laughs> it is. So like before you close, you could get dinged with that. Definitely. We often okay. see it to where people are going to ask for a credit. Mm-hmm. So you have to make that decision yourself. Hey, is it worth getting some new windows? Maybe it's just a couple. You know, Maybe it's a, the entry door to spruce up the house a little bit or siding because it needs refreshed. It is going to make the house sell faster. And I know these days that's not as big of a deal, but it's still a big deal to maximize your home's value and return right, on investment. Right, and, and get as much money as you can. Exactly. So what are the different types of windows and like window materials that people can get? Yeah, this could be a um, one-month presentation, so I'll keep it <laughs> less nerdy as possible. But in general, I mean, with windows, the number one window sold in America is vinyl windows still. It's economical. It works with a lot of climates, and it is pretty low maintenance compared to wood. And with people moving on average so often these days, you know, it is still a popular option. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Okay. Vinyl windows. Mm-hmm. Explain what a vinyl window is, because all I'm thinking is vinyl. Basically what you're thinking of. I mean, vinyl is is vinyl, you know, (laughs) so it does have the plasticity to it. Is it around the window where the vinyl is? Yeah, the entire window itself is people far smarter than me that are engineering these things and extruding them and pultruding them at the factories and fastening them together to make an actual all Hmm. vinyl window. It does have, you know, the glass, of course, and the weather stripping, but... The product itself in the frame is actually made of vinyl. Hmm. You know, it really got popular in the 90s. Homes were getting built so fast by builders and, and, and costs mattered. And it started to replace wood windows a lot. You don't see as many homes being built these days with wood interior and wood exterior windows because the rain and the weather and the sun just beats those things up. Even the bugs. Everything. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so vinyl's one of them. And then, you know, another one is getting very popular now is fiberglass. And that's what we do the most of overall is fiberglass. Fiberglass in windows is actually relatively newer technology because it took time to where they could properly, kind of how you said, like, I can't even picture how this works. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, boats are made of fiberglass, the bottom. So you know it's very airtight and you know it's very good for weather. But how did they engineer these to where it's a functional window? And it did take time, but now they're proving to be very strong, very sturdy and long lasting. And it's really popular with homeowners right now. Okay. So what are the different types of sidings on the market that people are getting in that actually is coming in? Yeah, the number one siding brand in America still, North America, is James Hardy. It's actually a fiber cement, they call it. So it's 90% cement. The other 10% is essentially sand and granules to give it that texture. But the whole point is to, to look like wood but not have the, mm-hmm. the maintenance of wood and the bugs and everything else. So that is the most common sighting these days that we do is James Hardy. So what are the pros? What are the cons? Pros are very fire-resistant, very weather-resistant, insect-resistant. Okay. It's not going to fade. Really, the only con is uh, money. (laughs) Of course, a premium product is going to cost more. The most common siding out there besides James Hardy is vinyl, kind of how we said with windows. People are pretty used to seeing vinyl siding by now, and it still serves its purpose. Very low maintenance and uh, has a pretty good price tag to it. A lot of homes used to be built with aluminum and, Mm -hmm. and cedar, and those are still viable. You still see some communities do it. But it's just not as common these days due to, you know, technology and different reasons. So other than your siding falling off, when is the time that you should do this? Is there a certain time of year? Is there a certain, obviously not in the winter, probably. Yeah. But uh, yeah, how do you know? 
Yeah, siding, as you kind of joked about falling off. I mean, we go to houses where, yeah, they've kind of held onto that cedar a little too long, and it's really like pretty much rotting or falling off the house. So That's dangerous, I would imagine. Yeah, you, you don't want it to where water's starting to get in, and, you know, insects and pests even. It can get pretty nasty, so it's, it's good to be proactive if you can. A lot of people with the cedar, it becomes to where they're just sick of painting. You know, they're having to paint every one or two years to mm-hmm. keep the appearance up. And curb appeal does matter. We're proud of our homes. It's most people's biggest investment. And with the fun thing about siding more than other things is you looks like you have a brand new home. <laughs> you know, yeah. you go from an old, you know, 1960s style uh, cream and you do a, a cool dark blue or grays that are really popular or all white. It really almost looks like you're pulling up to a new house, which is fun. So what's the most popular color right now people are doing? There's probably like night gray is a popular one. It's like a darkish blue gray. You know, the funny thing about technology and HGTV is everybody watches uh, Joanna Gaines and all these other Mm -hmm. people, and they're doing white modern farmhouse with black windows, and it does look sharp, but it's not for every home. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So we do design work, and we show people what the colors and styles are going to look like on their home, which is huge because you're making a big investment, and it's hard to do that without seeing what it looks like. So that's one of the things we love to do is design work with people. And that's a fun part. I'm sure that's Mm -hmm. what people love to do. So, Eli, and, you know, we get calls at the chamber a lot, you know, asking if we know about a certain company or not, because in our community, as we know, it's there's a wide variety of people and age groups, and sometimes contractors don't say what they're going to do or there's been issues. Other than that, why mm-hmm. does remodeling and contracting sometimes get a bad name at times? Mm-hmm. And how could I avoid that, avoid that buyer's remorse with a contractor? Yeah, that's a good point. And it's sad, you know, one of Opal's taglines is besides hold your contractor to a higher standard is have a wonderful remodeling experience. People deserve to have a smooth experience. We all work too hard and and, and, and everything to, to be bamboozled and to have that buyer's remorse. So it's really just taking your time and getting to know the consultants and the company because that really does go a long way. Opal does a lot of things on the front end to when, when you call in, we're asking you questions and we are digging deeper into just it goes deeper than how much does it cost when can we start there's a lot of things to keep in mind and it's asking those questions it's being completely comfortable with the contractor that really goes into it as well and my wife used to joke with me and say you know you're a contractor that doesn't like contractors (laughs) (laughs) and i would say you know i don't on average and it's not to be mean to anybody but the the facts are to the better business bureau it is the Mm -hmm. highest or one of the highest complaints every single year is home remodeling and yes that does include windows siding doors that's kitchens and baths it is home remodeling But that's the facts. And a lot of it goes back to what I said earlier is you're buying a service. You're not buying a product. You're buying Mm -hmm. a contractor. You are better off with the worst window ever and the best installer than the best window put in wrong. So customers really need to keep in mind that products do matter. And while we encourage research on brands and styles, the ultimate decision comes down to trusting your gut and finding someone that you really trust on your home. And check the Better Business Bureau, call your local mm-hmm. chamber, call local organizations, research, mm-hmm. yes. research. Research. And there's yep. one scary fact I want to share. Uh, we're that, that certified contractors network we're a part of has done very wide-scale studies. And they found that 55% of people would not recommend their contractor to a friend or neighbor. Sure. That is scary. That's yeah. basically a coin flip of if you're going to be happy and have buyer's remorse. So find someone you trust to eliminate that fear. 
Yeah, and again, we, we hear about these problems all the time, but where I could say we don't hear about the problems is with Opal. Um, yeah, you guys yeah, um, you. talk the talk and walk the walk. So um, Yeah, thanks so yeah, much. Well, it's true. So, okay, let's just talk some fun things that you all know right. for those that are interested in decorating and, you know, once they find the contractor like yourself or like the mm-hmm. people that work for you, what kind of new technology, like in home remodeling, is there out there for people that are looking for windows, siding, doors? Is there something that they could kind of research ahead of time to see what they like, their tastes? Do you guys yeah. have that technology? Yeah. So one of the best things we have is with our entry doors. So when we go to people's homes, they have a really nice app now where we can take a picture on the front of your house and actually show you exactly what that door is going to look like. And that's a big deal. You know, an entrance has always been one of the highest return on investments on homes. It's always been one of the first looked at items. So it's really cool for customers to have the knowledge and for us to be able to show them now, hey, this is what it's going to look like. I mean, I'm an old man now. I started 12 years ago and we had nothing like this. (laughs) So the technology has gotten there. And then with siding, it's also huge. I mean, being able to show someone what vertical siding looks like if they currently have horizontal or vice versa, it's really hard to picture. And we do uh, pride ourselves in being up to date with technology to be able to show those fun renderings to people. So I find something that I like. We're all hearing there's supply chain issues, but it's mm-hmm. starting to get better as people are going back to work. What's the average? And I know this will change, you mm-hmm. know, depending on, but what's the typical? Because obviously if somebody knows how long it's going to take and they're getting what they want, they'll have mm-hmm. more patience to wait. Yeah. What are you seeing right now? What are the trends of how long it's taking yeah, for this, some things to come in. This is a long answer. I'll keep short. I mean, we are a, a dealer with three different window and door manufacturers, so it definitely varies. Our quickest one is still taking us at least about 10 weeks to get, okay. and our longest is taking about eight months. So we're having fun lately, but the good news about Opal is we tell people on the front end. We're not going to be a contractor that kind of fibs and tells you, oh, you know, don't worry, two, three months, and then eight months later, you're very unhappy. We tell people on the front end, this is your range. It can literally change weekly. And we do ask for patience and we ask for grace that once we place order, what a lot of customers don't understand with remodelers, material is then out of our hands. We Mm -hmm. can't do anything until that window and door is delivered. So we can do our job and we can control what we can control by ordering right away and and remeasuring right away, but then it is the waiting game. So keep in mind, if you're hearing three, four, five months from a contractor, it shouldn't be a shock these days. And if you're with a reputable contractor, they want the products to come in as quickly as you do Mm -hmm. so they could do the work and make you happy and get the referrals. So... Yeah, I get that. So So patience is a virtue, literally. It is. is. And these companies are working hard. And we talk to our suppliers. And these are big companies we're working with. And, and, you know, a lot of them, you know, if you want the real insider scoop, a lot of them are on allocations these days. There's only so much aluminum. There's Mm -hmm. only so much fiberglass skin. There's only so much material. So they're trying to keep up as best as they can. And they're really working hard on the back end to get these things delivered. That's great. So... Okay, I find what I want, and I find the contractor. Should I just get one quote, or should I get multiple quotes? How many quotes do you think people need to get? Yeah, the old rule of thumb has always been three, and it's kind of the old saying, you know, middle, high, and low. That could be a little outdated. I do think it's up to you. If you're a consumer and you have seen multiple jobs done on your street, if you have a brother or a sister that you trust that did research for you, meaning they got three, four quotes and they chose that person, then it went great. 
I think you could get one quote then. And and that's not even just saying it for Opal. If you have a friend or family member who's used someone and it went amazing, I don't think it's the end of the world to get one quote and trust your gut and trust that they did that. There's also a lot of people that at least want to get two. Just, you know, it makes us feel good. I'm a consumer too. I buy things all the time and I do think it's up to you. But I'd say anywhere from one to three quotes. So if they get a quote, is there ever any wiggle room or is it pretty much the quote is the quote is the quote? Yeah, that's company by company. So mm-hmm. I, I can't speak for the entire industry. Another reason that this industry does get some bad reviews, not only because of multiple other reasons, it can be from marketing. So I would put a, a little note in there to be careful with marketing. There's a lot of companies even now, big names I won't mention, that are in lawsuits because of dishonest marketing tactics with buy one, get ones and mm-hmm. similar promotions to that. They just aren't real. It's almost like as consumers, we're, we're trained to believe those. But unfortunately, I wish it was. It's just not true. So be careful with marketing promotions out there. Like the mailers sometimes that you get. Something too good to be true. Usually is. And with Opal, we do try to tell customers, listen, this is the proper price. This is the price it takes to not only do a good job on your project and buy quality materials and pay people a fair wage to do it, We also have staff. We also have a nice showroom. Like, we've also been in Mm -hmm. business 20 years. These things don't happen by accident. We have seen multiple competitors come in and out of business, and we really do have to charge the price to be able to service you properly. So how does, for Opal, like, you obviously choose and do a lot of different marketing avenues for your business. How does belonging to, like, the Displains Chamber or similar networking organizations, not that there's anything similar, but other organizations, like the group that you are mentioning, Mm -hmm. how does that help grow your business? Or how has it helped grow your business? Yeah, we love being a part of the Chamber. Um, The Displains Chamber has done a lot for us. We have worked with several members. I mean, uh, there's a great couple dozen uh, people we've probably even worked with in the chamber directly or from referrals already and we are very uh, appreciative of that and we are proud to live up to our name and and I just always feel honored that people bring those referrals to us and that trust so we can prove that we don't just talk we walk it and it's done a lot but business aside and, and revenue aside it's just good to network with people locally. As you mentioned earlier, I'm pretty invested in displays mm-hmm. and, and not even displays, the surrounding community and being able to be a part of these meetings and the board meetings with local members and seeing how hard they work and how much they do the, for the community and you and your staff. It just really feels good to be a part of that and to be in the know and to help wherever we can volunteering. And to have that like built-in support system mm-hmm. that feels what you're going through. Yes. Well, I could tell you having an organization, a company like yours being part of the chamber, it's great because, you know, we're in the business of referring and obviously mm-hmm. we're a membership organization, but referrals don't just happen. They mm-hmm. happen because of people doing great work like yourself. All right. Now that you've given everybody the inside Scoop, I know our listeners are wanting to get windows. They're, maybe they're finally ready. How did they contact you? Yeah, they could call the office. That's 847-380-8868. Also, our website is opalexteriors.com, so they can go on there and request a quote. But I encourage people to do as much research as they want to on the front end of us. We have a lot of reviews online. We have anything they need. They can call us, and I can personally talk to them as well if they need to. And then they could also check out the Chamber website at dpchamber.com, and we have your information as well. And I know you're on social media a lot, as Mm -hmm. you know, so they could – do you have pictures and things and some – Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, our Facebook has a lot of photos, our Instagram, even our Pinterest. I mean, we're a very design-focused company, so definitely check out us on there as well. 
Well, you have a great team and it's been a pleasure working with you and them and I appreciate you coming out. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been great. Great. Thanks, Eli. Thanks a lot. Have a good one.